We all want more freedom, and a lot of us work hard now in the hope we'll feel free later. What if there was another way? A way to feel happier, more free, and confident to get better results right now. Welcome to Your Freedom Unlimited, where we share practical stories and strategies to help you show up authentically, drop your fears, and take inspired action on what matters most to you. I'm your host, Jen Ramsey. As a coach with a love for metaphysics, science, spirituality, and strategies that get results, I'll help you step away from self-doubt and create a powerful new story for your life, business, or career. Join me. Love, it's a feeling we all love and we are all seeking. So many songs, books, films, and poems are devoted to this all-powerful feeling. But if this is the case, why is it so hard for some of us to experience it sometimes? Why do so many of us struggle with self-love? And if, as a society, we are so fascinated by it, why do we feel lonely or unhappy, even if we are in a relationship? And what can we do about it? Hi everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Your Freedom Unlimited. My name's Jen Ramsey, and I'm so grateful for the time you're spending with me here. This week, we are talking about the master frequency of all master frequencies, love. Before I get into that, you might like to know, what do I mean when I use this term, master frequency? Well, a master frequency is a term I've created in my work to describe some very specific, very high vibration feelings or emotions that we can intentionally choose to tap into at any time to raise our vibration, our energy and our mood. These master frequencies are the precursors to all other good feelings. Why is this so important? Well, because the higher our vibration, the greater energy and love we get to access in our life. And if we're in that space, then we've got more to enjoy for ourselves and much more to share with others. Life becomes very, very different. When we tap into these master frequencies, we go to the whole next level in our lives. And when we intentionally learn to work with these frequencies, everything changes. In the last few episodes, I've shared with you about the master frequencies we need to hold as consistently as possible in our lives. In episode 19, we looked at gratitude, acceptance and allowing in episode 21. In episode 23, we looked at trust and we covered self-worth in episode 25. So I really encourage you to go back and have a listen to those episodes to really understand what I'm talking about when I talk about choosing these specific frequencies. Each one of them brings a very special energy to your life and combined they create something extremely special in your life and you may have heard me talk before about this idea of a 21st century upgrade to our thinking this is what i'm talking about this is about really focusing and using our minds in a very different way and that is what we're all about here at your freedom unlimited here i'm sharing with you how you can best tap into these master frequencies so you can consistently feel better. You can consistently keep your frequency and vibration high so that you feel happier, confident, more empowered and more free to do the things that are most important to you and that will make the biggest difference to people around you. 
So today's master frequency is all about love. Yes, I know it's a huge topic. And when I started thinking about doing this podcast, I thought, wow, there's so many different places I could go here and there's so much to cover. And in some ways I feel like I'm just sort of scratching the, the tip of the iceberg here. But I did feel really compelled to talk to you about love today because it's a master frequency and probably, you know, the granddaddy of all of them. But I also felt really compelled to talk about it when I was looking at the statistics worldwide about anxiety, depression and loneliness. Loneliness is such a problem now that in the United Kingdom, they've identified this as such an issue that they have a Minister for Loneliness, a Loneliness Reduction Strategy, and as of May 2020, the UK government had distributed more than £20 million to various initiatives in their society to reduce loneliness. So it's a big issue. And if it's such a big issue for a country like the UK, how can I say to you now that you can create more love in your life in seven steps? Because I know it to be true. What I'm about to share with you, I have done myself and I have shared with my clients. And it is completely possible for you right here, right now. When we start to live from a place of love in our lives, rather than fear, then we can turn our whole life around. So what is love? Well, it is a very multifaceted feeling that each of us will experience in our own different and unique way. For me, I like to feel that it's, I like to explain it as that feeling of wonder, joy and happiness that I experience perhaps when I'm on my own or with others. It is a very wide ranging and all encompassing emotion. The ancient Greeks were very big thinkers and philosophers, as you know, and they actually identified eight different types of love. Some of them you'll be familiar with, some of them not so much, but I thought it might be fun to share with you what they covered when they thought about the eight different types of love. So they thought about eros, that intense, romantic, passionate love. Philia, which is more affectionate love, the, the love of a friendship. Storge, which is the affection of a family. Mania, which is one we perhaps don't want to go to, into, which is obsessive love. It's about codependency, jealousy and stalking. Ludus, playful love or young love. Pragma, enduring love, built on commitment, understanding, patience and tolerance. Philautia, which was self-love, and then agape, selfless, universal, unconditional love that is bigger than all of us. So whatever type of love we might experience, I think you'd have to agree it's quite an amazing feeling. We do move into a completely different space inside of our bodies. And when we're in that space, we experience a lot of feel-good hormones that we all want more of. So how can we experience more love? Let me share with you seven steps now to help you experience more love. The first one is remembering that love is our birthright because we are source. As I've said previously on this podcast, we are a part of source. So this is a belief you might like to try on for size right now. So just bear with me and just let's have a little talk about this. But what I'm sharing here that is as part of source we are worthy of love because we are part of source. We are love in that state. And love is an emotion, but my understanding is, is that it is the foundation of the universe. Love is at the heart of creation and at the fiber of each of our beings. 
And when we feel that beautiful spark of love for ourselves, for someone else, for something else, or perhaps an experience, we want more of it. And why is that? Why do we want more of it? Well, I believe it's because we want to get back to that true space of love, to that source of love. The truth of it is, is that that source of love is right here inside of us right now. We just need to let go of the illusion that we are separate, isolated beings struggling to survive in a scary society. This is the real illusion of our, of our modern life, when in fact the opposite is true. We are truly loving beings, part of a greater whole. Love is our birthright if we let it in, because we are a part of love. We've just forgotten that this is who we truly are. And our societal conditioning, unfortunately, has set us up to live from a place of fear. Just look at the evening news to see evidence of this. So choosing to remember that love is our birthright and available to us right here, right now, is the very first step to experiencing more love in our lives. We just need to let it in. Because when we are in the frequency of love, we cannot experience fear. So it really is a choice as to what we focus on. If we know that fear stops the flow of love in our lives, we can make a conscious choice to choose more love. So just for a moment, and if it's safe for you to do this and you are not driving, I just invite you to perhaps close your eyes down if you feel comfortable, to take a big breath in and just settle into your body. And in this next moment, Bring to mind something or someone that you love unconditionally. Breathe that feeling of love into your heart. And on your next breath in, have real gratitude for it. And now on your next breath in, imagine that feeling of love flooding throughout your body. This is you experiencing the feeling of love right now. And you can tap into this at any time, just as quickly as we have right now. Notice as you're experiencing this feeling of love, that you cannot be focused on any other emotion when you feel this feeling of love in your body. It is here right now for you. So on your next breath in, just come back to opening your eyes and coming back into the room or wherever you are right now. So that's our very first step to experiencing more love. It is right here, right now for you. You can just choose to step in. Our second step in all of this is accepting that we are love itself. And by accepting this, it means we don't need to be dragging love out of others. So what I'm saying here is that when we are fully, fully accepting that we are love and that fully accepting that we are part of source, we are whole, we are a whole and complete expression of love, just as we are. We do not need to drag love out of others to feel love. And I think this is one of the reasons that a lot of us struggle with love. We struggle with finding love or keeping it because we're constantly looking outside ourselves for love. When I look at my history, I was always looking outside myself for validation that I was good enough, that I was smart enough, that I was pretty enough, that I was fast enough to be loved. 
What's really dangerous about this thought process is that it can make us very reliant on others outside of ourselves to give us something that we could access readily for ourselves at any time. So I guess too, if you can imagine right now, imagine right now, instead of freely breathing the fresh air that you know that you can breathe every moment of the day, what if you had to wear heavy oxygen tanks on your body so that you could get enough fresh air to survive? This is the analogy I want to share with you. It's exactly the same thing for us with love. All the love we need for ourselves is right here, right now, freely available to us, just like that air that's freely available to us to breathe. We just need to see it and accept it. But somehow, instead, we start to look for love outside of ourselves. And I think a lot of this, again, comes down to our conditioning. And when we're looking for love outside of ourselves, it's like always trying to find that love from someone else. It's like trying to get that air from the oxygen tank rather than seeing that it's available to us right here, right now. And I have to say, this has been a huge, huge turnaround for me in the last couple of years to realize that instead of trying to pull love out of a partner, my family member, a friend, or even my dog, I had access to all the love I needed inside me. I just decided to work with that belief that I am love. So as I said earlier, this is a belief set I'm just asking you to try on. If your life has been difficult up until now, or if you've had some rough patches with love, why not try this new set of beliefs on, even for a week? Who knows what, would, what could happen for you? What I know is that when I know, when I've really deeply accepted this feeling to the fiber of my being, this is when I started to operate from a completely different paradigm. When I started living this way, I stepped away from needing my partner to love me a certain way to feel complete. I started to feel complete with myself and re that really took the pressure off him. And in fact, I started feeling so good within myself that I in fact found I had a lot more love to give rather than less. And what this did is that it caused a major positive shift in my relationship because my energetic ex expectation and my neediness, it just vanished. Like a puff of smoke, those negative energies were replaced with feelings of real, authentic and genuine love and a far deeper connection. And what happened for me is that this change in mindset helped me move into feel much more empowered within myself. And I was different in all of my relationships, in my family relationships, in my friendships, and in my work. Everything shifted to a better place because I had shifted my perspective. I wasn't trying to drag love out of other people. I felt and I knew that I had enough love inside myself. Linked to this is step number three, is to do something. And this is a really interesting step. And this is about dropping our transactional approach to love. So what do I mean when I'm talking about this? Well, traditionally in our society, when we set up a relationship, be it a romantic relationship or a friendship, we set it up as a transaction where we're looking for something else from the other person in return, this idea of reciprocation. So it typically goes something like this. Well, I'll love you, so I'll do X, and in return, you'll do Y for me. Who listening has done this? I know that I sure have. But all it does is it sets us up for failure. 
it sets up a very, very dangerous credit and debit scenario where you may feel you've done something for your partner, like cook them a nice meal, but if they don't value it or acknowledge it to the level that you expect, you might start feeling annoyed and feel that you've wasted your time. Set this up as a habit and an expectation and then in, in a pretty short period of time, you'll start feeling a, you know, some pent up expectation and maybe some frustra frustration and maybe even some anger, which mean that you might snap at your partner for doing something really simple like leaving the cap off the toothpaste or the toilet seat up. To be frank, I do remember exactly situations like this and I can see now it's where I'd set up this very dangerous debit and credit scenario. So the higher level truth here that I'm wanting to share with you is that we are love so that we, we actually don't need others to do things for us to feel love. I really want you to hear that, is that if we understand that we are love and we have our love coming from inside us, we don't need others to do these things for us to feel that love. The other higher level truth here is that we live in a very supportive reality. We are supported by source. We are not in a transactional reality. So there's no need for me to get something from someone else in return for an action that I take. Why? Because as a part of source, I'm already provided for. I'm already being taken care of. This is the true meaning of the law of reciprocity. If I understand that I'm part of source and being taken care of, I know that I'm going to be provided with everything that I need. And I have to say to you, as soon as I stopped this credit and debit behavior that I was talking about and started coming from the place that I am love with no expectation of others, I have to tell you I have a lot more energy to share, I'm far easier to be around, and I'm having a whole lot more fun. So these are some pretty big concepts to share. So I now want to move us into step four is that into understanding that this idea of love is a practice as much as a feeling. It's a practice that we need to practice every day. And when we start doing this, when we routinely come from a place of love rather than a place of fear every day, then we start to experience more amazing feelings of love more often in our lives. So when I speak about raising our, our vibration by consciously practicing these master frequencies, this is what I'm talking about. I know that I am experiencing a far greater quality of my life in my life. My relationships are deeper and more connected and more authentic because I am general, I am practicing these feelings every day. So much so that complete strangers now comment to me about my energy. So what I need to be really clear about this here is that I'm, I can only put this down to the fact that I'm no longer trying to get love out of other people. I'm no longer going to events or parties or interactions with people where I'm trying to get them to see me and validate me. I'm no longer trying to change myself to, set, to suit a set of outside circumstances to, and I'm no longer trying to control conditions to try and get love. I'm seeing that I truly am my own wellspring of love. But the key here is to practice feeling love and choosing love as much as we can every day. If we're intentional about it, if we are really focused on understanding what love is all about in our lives, we just start to experience more of it. 
And the interesting th thing here is, is that it's actually much easier than you think. It's just about being intentional in each small moment. And before you know it, you have strung together a lot of little moments into minutes, into hours and into days of feeling good. A way to really support this is step five, which is to really meditate on feelings of love every day. So start your day and take moments throughout your day to meditate on love. This is part of practicing love. Meditation is so powerful for us because it helps us connect into our true source self. It helps us connect back into love and it also helps us to start having conversations and dialogues with our inner selves. So I just wanted to suggest to you here about start doing a morning meditation to connect with love. If you've never meditated before, just start off small. Start off with a five or 10 minute practice. I find for me these days, 20 minutes is what I really need to do to get into a beautiful expanded state of love to start my day. But when I come out of that meditation, I have so much more energy available for me and for everybody else and to do the things that I think are going to make a big difference in the world. So if you'd like to make a little start on this meditation journey, I wanted to share with you that you can access my free guided nine minute meditation called Choose Calm just by visiting jenramsey.com forward slash calm. That's a very simple meditation. It's all designed to help you feel feelings of love and to choose calm in, in uncertain times. And it comes with a really lovely little guide that shares some of these concepts with you. So it's all free. You just visit jenramsey.com forward slash calm to get that meditation. So meditating on this is really important. It's about this meditation and having gratitude moves us into step six which is actually having gratitude for the love you have right now. Even if you feel you don't have the love that you want, we really need to focus on what we have. Because remember what I said earlier, love simply cannot be in the same energetic space as fear, lack, anger, or sadness. And the fastest path out of those lower level frequencies is this master frequency of gratitude. And the research really supports this. The research shows that daily gratitude practice literally creates greater feelings of happiness and peace and it improves our health. So if you feel you don't have enough love in your life right now, then that means that you are in a place of lack and you are, by being in a place of lack, you are holding love away from you. Instead of having gratitude for the, all the love you have in your life right now, you are pushing it away by thinking you don't have enough. So let's turn that around. Let's flip that on its head. Why not look for some evidence of love around you right now? This evidence can be very subtle. Perhaps the smile you experience at the grocery store, maybe a phone call or an email from a friend, maybe your dog coming up to you for a pat. Last night, I had this really beautiful experience. I had a cup of tea. It was actually called this beautiful Turkish Delight tea. It had dried apple and cinnamon and rose petals in it. And it was a really beautiful new organic tea that I'd found. And this morning I woke up and I looked at my teacup and there is a picture of a heart from the tea in my cup. It's just a little silhouette of a heart. I'll post a picture of this with this episode on my blog so you can see it. So this to me is another beautiful sign that I am loved. So 
all of these little signs are signs of love that you can be grateful for. So take a note of what you what love you are feeling around you and what love you are witnessing around you every day. And when we focus on what we have, as quantum physics tells us, we get more of that focus. So just take a note of those signs of love around you right now. So this brings me to step seven, which is such a powerful one for me, and it's made all the difference again for me. Step seven is about being accepting and allowing and dropping our expectations of others. Because this idea of resistance to what is, not accepting and allowing what is happening right now in our lives, is one of the major buzzkills for feeling more love in our life. When I stopped trying to control or change the conditions around me, and instead became more accepting and allowing, I freed up an enormous amount of energy and was able to use that energy to focus on much more positive things. A case in point of this was my experience of my mother's dementia. She was ill for about 20 years, and when she was first diagnosed, I was heavily resistant. I was angry, and I wasn't at all accepting. And that was because I was really afraid of what was going to happen to her, my father, and us as a family. You see, my grandmother had also had it, so I had seen what had happened with her. The other interesting thing here, and I, you know, I, I share it with you now because it really was my truth at the time, I was really angry at my mother. I had expectations of her that she, as a mother, and that she would be there and be able to talk to me about various things that she could no longer fulfill. So over time, and after a lot of self-development, I realized I was wasting a lot of energy in my expectations, in my resistance, and in my non-acceptance of the situation. So I decided to drop my anger, I decided to drop that resistance, and the difference was like night and day. I suddenly had so much more energy and space to enjoy my beautiful mother for exactly where she was in her journey, rather than trying to change the conditions. I also felt so much better that I was, I felt so much better in this space that I actually committed to spending a day, a week with her and my dad. Before that, I'd spent time with them, but it had been quite erratic and it had been to do with the fact that I couldn't really manage my emotions when I was around my mum because I was so upset. So what did dropping that anger and resistance do for me? Well, I truly enjoyed the last seven years of my mother's life and the time I had with her. We were able to connect and she taught me so much about grace, dignity, and the true meaning of love. In fact, in her final year, it was like she was just filled with love and starting to transcend her earthly body. People were drawn to her at this time and her carers were openly and incredibly affectionate with her. Even though she could no longer speak to us, she could still smile and hold our hands. And she became this incredible beacon of love for all to see. So I'm so grateful to her for what she shared with us in that time. And I'm also, I'm grateful to myself that I managed to drop that resistance so that I could spend that precious time with her. So this experience of dropping resistance, it is a big one. And it's one that I managed to work, you know, step more into when I remembered that we are the creator of our reality rather than a victim to it. So we can move more to be accepting and allowing when we, real, when we realize that we are in fact the creator of our experiences 
and that everything is happening for us at some level rather than to us. And I guess the analogy I'd love to use with you here is that life is a bit like the river flowing to the ocean. We cannot stop that river. Its essential nature is to be in flow and for that river water to enter the ocean. And it's the same with our own lives. If we choose to step into the flow without fear, but with love, by being accepting and allowing and non-resistance, then we're in this position to be a little bit like a beautiful leaf on a river, just flowing along and bobbing along and always moving forward, moving forward, just accepting what's going on. And when we're accepting and allowing what's going on and when we reduce that resistance, then more love can come to us. And what happens when we feel more love? Well, we can feel stronger. And I know for me, I feel safer and I feel more secure in myself. I'm no longer looking outside myself for love. I feel more assured and more solid inside myself. And then when I get those feelings of strength, then I get access to more inspiration and I get more opportunity to share love with others. Look, I understand you might find this, some of these concepts I'm sharing with you challenging, particularly if you've had some difficult experiences in your life. And let me tell you, I do understand. I've had some extremely difficult experiences too. Things like my mum's illness, dealing with not having a child of my own, and also dealing with anxiety. But what I now realise is, is that, a higher, is that at a much higher level, I did create those experiences for myself. And I really need, needed to accept those experiences, get the learnings from them, have gratitude for them, and then move on. So now, as with every episode, I'm really wanting to hand this over to you to try on this new approach to love this week. Just try for this week. It is a different approach, but one that I can tell you has completely worked for me, my clients, and so many others that I know. So I really encourage you this week Instead of looking for love outside of you, look for love on the inside. You do have all the love you need inside of you and you are worthy. Just see how experiencing and feeling that even just for a moment can change your experience of being with other people. I do know that this is a lot to take in. So if you'd like to dig in more, please feel free to arrange a 15 minute obligation free chat with me by visiting jenramsey.com forward slash discover. And if you'd like to work with me more in depth, I'm offering my eight-week program called Unlimited as a group program on the 20th of October. So if you'd like more details of that, please email me at hello at jenramsey.com. So please share this episode with others you, who you feel might find value in it. Also, as ever, please rate, review and subscribe to Your Freedom Unlimited because when we do this, more people can hear and learn what's going on here. So until we meet again, take great care and sending you lots of love. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Your Freedom Unlimited. If you like this show, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate and review Your Freedom Unlimited on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can reach me directly at jenramsey.com. Thanks for listening. 